0: Do you ever wish life had an undo button? Walking the balance between business and the creative life can be hard. But Matt Shelby are here to attempt to answer the tough questions, so you don't need an undo. Presented by Made by Things, this is the Command Z Show.
1: Welcome back, Shelby. How you doing?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. I say that every single time we open. I know. It's pretty good. You do. pretty good but i am i'm pretty good
1: uh it's been it's been a long summer we've taken a bit of a break we've taken a little bit longer than we were hoping to take a break for (laughs) um how was your summer
0: it was good it was warm well i guess i don't know in south dakota it was like kind of cold a little bit i mean not cold it was like 80s but then all of a sudden this august has just been awful but what can you do yeah,
1: we had our uh we had our, our team retreat. We it's got true. everybody together. We went to a little state park in Ohio. It was a good time.
0: Almost passed out on the side of a mountain.
1: That was scary. That was scary, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was, I was so, so Oh my god, I was so worried. I'm like, okay. Well I'm like trying to like stand on like the down slope. I, like, I don't I don't want her to like fall. I want to like Block if you do fall. Um, we were so close though we were so close to the cars and everything. And I was like, "Are we gonna have to like carry you up this thing?" But
0: what would, what would you have done, Matt, if I just like toppled over the side? Listen, I would have had to replace me. You know, been a whole hiring process. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a whole thing.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't go through all those things in my head, but man. I was I was really focused to looking up the hill, and how are we going to solve that problem? <laughs> but you just needed five minutes, and you were good to go. Like, nothing ever happened.
0: It's totally fine. And we still made it to the grand waterfalls anyway.
1: We sure did. Yeah. We did. And it wasn't grand at all, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like a little, like... A little it was pickle. like somebody... Yeah, pouring, like, a half-open bottle of water from the top On of it. it. <laughs> That's kind of what it looked like. Uh, anyway, so... um. <laughs> Segue, boom. Um, so we have uh, we have the same general show, but we have a new bit of a format that we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna go over this year, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the things that we're trying to do is is make our our name make a little bit more sense in this whole <laughs> process, right? <laughs> kind of makes sense, doesn't it? So command Z, this idea of being able to undo things, and. Um, you know this this season we're hoping to get a lot more guests on and to to really dive very deep into uh, people's careers and creative lives and i don't know talk talk about the things that again people people wish they could sort of take back and it's a it's a tough question because every everywhere or every everything that we do that's like wrong or that we regret in our careers it sort of Helps play a bigger role later on, right? Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like we need to make these mistakes to be able to get to where we're, we're going, basically. So I, I realize it's a weird question, but I think there's a lot for uh, a lot for me to learn, a lot for everybody else to learn from other people whenever we ask um, a really direct question like that. So that's kind of our format going into this uh, next season, and, and I hope everybody is into it. Um. So that being said, Shelby, I hear that you have a question. I do have a question.
0: (laughs) Awesome. We will dive into the new format with, Matt, what's something you wish you could undo in your creative career?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. I didn't see coming at all. (laughs) Completely blindsided me here. (laughs) I
0: know. The hard-hitting questions. Uh, Journalism.
1: Yes. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) So uh, the, the thing that constantly that, that I constantly go to when it comes to this idea of like, what do I wish that I could undo? I mean, Sort of like I was just saying, like, no, I don't necessarily regret anything from the past because I had to learn a lot of lessons. And I, I have a feeling that a lot of the guests that we have on are going to say something similar. But um, if I really think back on those things that I feel like I really messed up um, that could have been a simple fix had I just been thinking a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. The thing that I wish I could hit Command Z on, or Control Z because I'm on a Windows. <laughs> um, Same, <though>. um, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're changing the name, everybody. <laughs> um, the thing that I wish that I could undo would be some of those early years of um, whenever I first started made by things I was really nervous in offering just one single solution to people you know I I didn't want to be just a motion design animation company I I wanted to be so much more because I I had other skills outside of that and I thought that like it would be crazy for me not to offer everything that I do right 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 so right. <laughs> um I made a cool new website Actually, the first website that I was, like, really, really proud of. But alongside of animation, I had photography. I had web design and development. I had graphic design. I had just filmmaking in general, just video. Mm -hmm. I had all these things sort of listed out. And again, at this time, it was not easy to see why that was a problem. But over time, I started to... Well, a couple things started to happen. One was that... Your dog is still here in this season. Your dog is still here, right?
0: Oh, I was really hoping you he wouldn't hear. And just...
1: I was debating on do I ignore it or do I just lean into it. I decided to lean into lean
0: it. Lean into it. He's still here. Your kids are still here
1: too, so you know. It's true. It's true. You'll hear them soon enough, I'm sure. So, um, so anyway, I I thought it was the right thing to do. Like I was really, really convinced that. Listing off all the things that I can do personally was the way to go here. And the the thing that ended up happening was, oddly enough, I started getting a lot of web development jobs. Hmm. And I was like, okay, like, yep, I can do that. But I started to create like this line of people that just kept coming to me for web development. I started getting clients that were constantly referring me to other people and they're like, Oh yeah, he's great at like doing websites and development And I was like, that's not what I want to do. Like it's just something that I can do. I started to get frustrated because I'm like, I am I am an animator. Why am I getting all this stuff? Like literally I'm getting a bunch of web development jobs the same time that I'm working on visual effects for shows like Parks and Recreation and Brooklyn Nine Nine. And I'm like, I'm living like a double life here and um at a certain point i'm like i just i don't know how like how do i get away from that it never crossed my mind to just remove it from the website until much later like a few years later and um that's that's kind of what it came to was right before i went full-time with made by things Mm -hmm. i was like okay you know i guess i never really minded a whole lot before because I was always doing animation during my my full time work. But when it got to this point, I'm like, if I don't do something, I'm going to quit the full time job, and then I'm just going to be a web design developer, and that's just not. I I honestly never enjoyed it. <laughs> but I, I know it's well, the weirdest it, thing now uh, to like say matters. it was. It's so stressful, like developing website websites. The The coding process of just trying to get things right, when something doesn't work, it could take days to sort of figure out what happened and come up with a solution. And most of the time you come up with a solution, it's just like kind of hacked together. It's not like a real solution. And then the other, most of the time, whenever something gets fixed, you don't even know what you did. It just sort of fixed itself, it seems.
0: Okay, Matt, um, I took a semester of coding. I know how this works. <laughs> Yeah, well... Those boolean codes. I,
1: yeah, I, well, I wish I would have taken a semester of code. This is all just me diving in, and then when I run into a problem, Googling that problem. Anyway, without making this a whole web development episode here, um, to all the people that do web development, good for you. I hope you enjoy this. <laughs> um, and just for me, I was like, okay, I don't know how to get away from this. Like, how do I... like be known more for like my animation and video skills Mm -hmm. than all the other things. So again, like I was, people were like, if it, if it wasn't web design development, it was like, Hey, I I need a logo. I need like this branding thing. I'm doing like business cards, doing the whole like branding package for people. And again, not enjoying it one bit. So I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go full-time freelance now. Like I'm making a decent amount of money, like outside of my full-time job. I could, probably make this work but so like right right before that point in time I'm like great let's take off all the things that I don't want to do this literally took me probably two to three years to figure out from when I made that site and it was hard honestly of like all right we're removing the graphic design portion because I'm like well I, I can still do it like and sometimes it's like integrated within animation. So like, shouldn't I show these things? And I it got to the point where I had to be ruthless about it where I'm like, no. Like let's just start over. Like, take all that out. Like, no graphic design. No more photography stuff. No more um no more web design development stuff. And like that that was a portfolio of at least twelve different projects that I worked on. So again, this was like It was crazy to just take all that time that I did and just remove it. But almost immediately, I noticed that people knew what to call me for at that point. They knew, oh, okay, Matt is animator, uh, does animated videos, right? And I guess what I... I I realized why this all happened. Like, this... For me, I'm definitely, like, rooted in this scarcity mindset. And I think a lot of it comes from just my upbringing and just generally how my family was when it came to money. And doing just DIY projects in general. Like, the thought of anyone else doing something, like, on our house or on our car or anything like that is unheard of. Wouldn't ever happen. Um. So for me, I was like, well, I have all these skills. Like, I need to be able to offer all of them. Because if I don't, then I can not make any money.
0: Um,
1: But yeah, it got to that point where I was like, you know what? I have to trust that this is, this is what I do right here. And I think a part of it was also like, I felt like if I remove those things, I never get to do those things ever again. Mm. And I, I think that was a, that was a hurdle for sure where I'm like, no, like I, I love designing. I love photography. If I take it off there, then I don't get to do those things anymore. Um, but it's it's not true. That's not really how it works, right? So anyway, so almost immediately, people started to figure out when to call me. At this point, I, it probably took a couple years, honestly, for people to stop thinking that I'm, like, their web developer. Um, like, they would ask for changes on things, and I'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't. You should try this person. And again, that was tough. It was really tough to somebody asked you to do this thing that you know how to do, that they would pay you money for it. And you're like, no, instead go to this person, give them money. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, obviously over the course of time, it, it, it took a little bit, but eventually you, know, you became known for this, this one thing. And then the other thing that happened was that I was able to focus a lot more of my time on just being good at the one thing. Mm-hmm. So like, no, I didn't do nearly as much web design or photography or graphic design or logos and stuff. But it helped me personally, just knowing that there's only one thing there that I'm showing on my portfolio now. So let's focus on that and let's be really good at that thing. And to me, that that was this big turning point in a lot of things where I'm like, okay, now I'm putting the time into this. Uh, I'm getting better at this pretty rapidly. So that honestly probably helped play a role in me being known more for animation than anything else. Um, yeah.
0: I think, I think right now, like in the current age, it's very hard to brand yourself as kind of a Renaissance artist. Right. And I think it's just because with the algorithms and the way that we like, work within the world, we need to be able to access people so much faster And find what they're good at faster. I mean, it's one thing when we, I mean, as a producer, when I'm looking for freelancers and I go to their website, if I see a million different things on their page, I don't know what to focus on and I don't know what they're best at. So if I'm looking at somebody and I need an animator and they have illustration and they have live action and they have everything else on there, I don't know exactly what they feel the most comfortable doing because I can't tell because there's so much on the page. So when you narrow it down, you're also, you know, when you focus on that one thing that you're best at, it's a lot easier for people to find you and understand this is what this person is good at.
1: Right. It, it's sort of this idea that nobody really wants to talk about it, but it's totally true. Where like Everybody wants to put you in a box, not a mm-hmm. physical box. Um, but like they, they need to be able to put you in a box. They need to be able to categorize you in some way. And especially in the case of a producer, which again, I was doing myself such a huge disservice by saying like, Oh, I can do everything. Now I, here's the thing. Like I have a lot of confidence when it comes to my ability to pick up a different skill set and learn it pretty well, like on a professional level, relatively quick. I'm not going to say like the same day I can become a professional at it. Mm -hmm. But, and I thought that people might be impressed by that. And I realized that it's, it's actually not as, I don't know, maybe it is a little (laughs) impressive, but it's like, it's not helpful though. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're trying to work in a certain industry, um, I I guess I, I even think about stuff like that where it's like specializing in an industry. Like there's so much specialization that you can do and the more that you do, the more you become known for that thing. But if you start to offer everything, nobody nobody knows what box to put you in. And if they don't know what box to put you in, even if you're really good at that thing, they still don't end up calling you.
0: Well, It feels like, I mean, if you're able to take something on very easily, like, oh, here's a brand new style I've never done before, but I can adapt to it. Like, if you need to be able to showcase your ability to chameleon, to what somebody is looking for, put that in your reel. Show in your reel that you can do a ton of different styles, you know? You can you can work within different areas. Make sure you have, like, your own personal touch to it, that we know that it's yours. But also, showcase those things in your reel. Not so much like, oh, I can do photography, and I can animate, and I can do this, and I can do that. Showcase, like, put together something that showcases those individual parts in a cohesive piece.
1: Right. the The other thing that I would say is... You don't necessarily, like, again, like I was saying, you don't have to stop doing those other things. Mm -hmm. I still do all those things. I still, I I love doing photography still. Like, it's kind of on its way up for me right now. Like, back up. It just, I have these little phases, right? And um, I, I don't know. It's not something that I share a lot. But, like, that's okay. Like, some of these things can just be yours. Yeah. Um, and I think that was, that was the part that I had a problem with was like, I went to art school. I spent all this money on this. Like, I need to figure out creatively how to make money. Like, I don't care like what that means. I'll just, I'll do whatever. Right. Like I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, (laughs) I'll, I'll paint like the side of buildings if I have to like just a single color, you know, (laughs) um, (laughs) there's, there's really no limits to what I wouldn't have done creatively just to make it in this world. Right. Yeah so I again I don't necessarily regret that time because it did help me one of the things that it kind of leads to is like distractions right in most cases distractions are seen as a bad thing this is actually actually one of the talks that I give is called um, the creative life of a guy with 10,000 distractions or something along those lines I can't remember what I titled it but (laughs) something along those lines because that's that's been my life is just Mm -hmm. like you come up with an idea for something if it's good enough to run with then run with it yeah like it doesn't doesn't need to become part of your identity um but if you think that it's something worth doing then do it yeah and so again like I, i don't regret that time i i love the fact that like i love looking back and thinking like oh okay like i've created logos before for small brands i've shot wedding i've been paid to shoot weddings for people before um i've been paid to do visual effects on tv shows before i've been paid to help create an interactive game for the national science bowl like there's so many like different creative things that i've been paid to do and like i love that about myself but um at the same time, again, none of that really meant anything unless people could put me in a box for what is that thing that I want to do. Yep. So even still, like, I struggle to talk about all those things in any one conversation because I'm always afraid I'm like, dis- like coming off as really distracted. Yep. So again, like, I- distractions can be a really good thing and help, you- help push you forward, especially when you start to combine those things, sort of like Shelby was talking about with like a reel, where if we start to combine photography... With animation, Mm -hmm. like, whoa, okay, now that's something special because that's not something that any, like, that everyone can do, right? You start to find these little niches for yourself. Or one of the things that we do a lot of is combining visual effects with 3D animation or even 2D animation for that instant, for that matter. Um, (laughs) And a lot of those kinds of projects that we do, even like, you know, you look at the portfolio that we have at Made by Things, and that's one of the things I hear the most from people is like, oh, my God, so many different styles. I'm like, you have no idea. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, like there's a lot of stuff there because like that's I, I think a lot of that comes from just how I generally am where I'm like, yeah, like let's do the thing that makes the most sense. Let's do the thing that tells the best story. Yeah. So it's something that became a strength for me personally, but I guess outward facing business wise, it was Uh, it was not helping me at all.
0: I think that's a really interesting thing because I feel like the most distracted artist in the world all the time. Because any, I'm looking right now, I have a project on that desk. I have a project on that coffee table. Like I can see it all around me right now of like, here are the million different things that I have going on at any given moment. But the one thing is though, is obviously I'm not going to put every single piece out. Some of those are just for me. And I'm learning from each one. And I might never post about this one project or talk about it at all. But at some point down the road, there may be something else that comes up where, hey, I've done something similar to that. And I can bring that in later. And that's okay. Not everything has to go out. You don't have to share every little bit, you know, every detail of every project on your website. You can save things for you and maybe later on they'll become helpful. You know, if you're doing photography and then all of a sudden you need to do like collage styled animation that uses photography, there you go. Then you're able to showcase something like that. But just being able to pull things together, I think is, is worthwhile.
1: 100% agree. I think I see this very often, especially with, with young creatives that are entering the industry where I guess the problem is that they can't even answer. Like, what do you want to do? Like, what is the job that you want Mm -hmm. to do? Like, what's the job that, the offer that if you got it, you would be just thrilled? And you also know at the same time that you're perfect for it. Yeah. And that's the toughest question you can ask any recent graduate, I feel like. Because they're like, like I was, where I'm like, give me money and I will do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. creatively to just, to make it in this industry. And, um yeah it's definitely one of those things though like do whatever you have to do to get in the industry as far as like build build the portfolio that you think you need to have Yeah. but also don't think that you can't change everything so like i i also know that if i decided tomorrow you know what done with animation i'm gonna i'm gonna switch to photography full-time I have so listen, Should I be I'm, concerned, not to, I'm not going to Shelby <laughs> <I'm
0: a> photography <laughs> but, producer now
1: you're like yes I am let's oh, go, let's go. <laughs> um but I I guess I have the the confidence at this point where I'm like I bet you I could do it yeah and maybe that's a little bit of arrogance too and that's fine I'm okay with that but I I have that ability I have that sort of I don't know. I don't want to call it distraction all the time. But like I, I have that understanding where I've spent a good amount of time being distracted by these things that yep. I feel comfortable with that idea.
0: I really like the idea. And this is like this is a very Gen Z thing. And I think it starts with Taylor Swift. OK, it all starts with Taylor oh, here we Swift. Go. We're going to go back. <laughs> but the idea of eras. I think it's a really mm-hmm. interesting thing. So I went to the Taylor Swift tour over over the summer, okay? It was a big thing. It was a huge thing. My best friend is a total Swifty, right? Nice. And when you go to this thing, it's all these different eras of this one person. And they're completely different styles throughout the entire night. I mean, it's sometimes you're at a country show, you're at a folk show, you're at a rock show. And it's all one person. And I think that that's a really great thing that people can bring into like, just being an average human being, not Taylor Swift, you're allowed to have eras. You know, you can have your photography era, you can have yeah. your animation era, and that's okay. That is a completely acceptable thing because we're humans and we're constantly changing and we're always evolving. So if you decide at some point, hey, I think I'm gonna start putting this more at the front of what I wanna do and maybe I wanna change what my focus is, that's okay. You can adjust those things later. Just knowing what your focus in for that, per- like what your focus is for that particular era, what for that particular era, is mm-hmm. helpful.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really good way to put it. I, I often bring up like the Beatles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think their eras were easier to define or easier to see actually happening when I was I was there. Right now. Oh yeah, but- we know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> um but i I mean, I think that the Beatles, well, I don't like love all their music like I'm not like the biggest Beatles fan. I have probably more respect for them than any other band because yeah. they they pushed it forward constantly of like, okay, we did that now, let's move on to something else, whereas other bands, if they did that, I mean they're immediately just like, no, you can't you can't do that yeah. um. I don't know. I mean, bands do it all the time. Like, they try, I think. Yeah. But I don't think anyone is as successful as the Beatles. But it is interesting to think about that with Taylor Swift, too.
0: Well, mm-hmm. and you might receive pushback. I mean, there's always the thing of, hey, I liked what you were doing on that first album. You know? And that's okay. Not everybody has to be excited about the second or the third album. That's okay. But you will find people that are excited about those things and are excited about the style changes. And when you move on to that new era, that's your new audience. That's okay.
1: Yeah, I like it. Cool. Let's go into, let's go into some final thoughts here.
0: Cool. you want to go first? I don't know. Do you want to go first? I don't know. Eh. Ah, you okay. go. <laughs> um, my final thoughts in this of just being able to, you know, undoing the, um, the distractions. Distractions aren't necessarily a bad thing. They build us. They provide a lot of character. And there's something to learn from. But just being able to to focus your appearance outwardly, I think, is the big thing. And what you decide to put forth, what you want to put on social media, what you want to put on your website. And just learning how you can combine those things to, um, to work towards a common goal for whatever your era is.
1: I like it. Yeah, I mean really similar thing to what I would say Um, it really is just even if you can do everything that doesn't necessarily mean you have to so really consider what are the things that you want to focus on right now and not even necessarily the thing that's most valuable to other people I, I think that that should probably play some role but I think what's more important is what do you want to focus on right now Especially if you're early on. Now, if you get to the later stages, you have a team around you, you start to open up more of that ability, right? You can have a photography department, you can have an animation department. Like, you can do those things later on. But at the beginning, it's very, very hard for just a single person to be known for so many different things. So, you know, don't be afraid of the distractions, but at the same time, make sure that it's very clear why somebody should give you a call and work with you as a creative professional.
0: And that's all I have. Well, Matt, final question then. <laughs> final question. All right. Let's hear it. How many times do you hit the undo button in a day?
1: That's interesting. I really wish I could have an actual answer here. I That is data that I would love to analyze
0: <laughs> i bet you could collect it just take a little tally I might. every day do I it
1: i might or i'll like have it make a sound or something like every yeah. time i do that That'd be Get a special keyboard. Yep. um i would say you know a lot of the stuff that i'm doing these days is more writing Mm-hmm. So I probably hit the delete key a bit more, <laughs> but I would say when it comes to undo, I, I'll get into Photoshop occasionally. I, I'm going to say about eight times a day okay. on average. There's days where it's probably a hundred, maybe more, <laughs> but then there's days where it's zero. So I'm going to say average of eight. Nice. It's a good average. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, I try my best. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that is our show. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed this, this sort of new format. And we have some some fun episodes planned for you in this uh, upcoming season. We're in season four. Is that right, Shelby? I
0: think so. I think it's season four. We Maybe think it's four. Straight. We don't really keep No, well, it, it's we four. Just... It is 100% four. It's four.
1: There it is. Yes. So uh, thank you all for being here for the fourth season of this show. <laughs> and... Lastly, as always, I love you. Goodbye.
0: The Z Show is created by Made By Things. And if you have a question you would like us to discuss, you can send a message at cmdz.show. And if you like what you hear, leave a review. We'll see you next week with a brand new show.